Psalm 27, 7. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. It's enough to drive a man crazy. It'll break a man's faith. It's enough to make him wonder if he's ever been sane. When he's bleeding for comfort from thy staff and thy rod, and the heaven's only answer is the silence of God. It'll shake a man's timbers when he loses his heart, when he has to remember what broke him apart. And this yoke may be easy, but this burden is not. When the crying fields are frozen by the silence of God. And if a man has got to listen to the voices of the mob who are reeling in the throes of all the happiness they've got, And when they tell you all their troubles have been nailed up to that cross, then what about the times when even followers get lost? Because we all get lost sometimes. There's a statue of Jesus on a monastery knoll. In the hills of Kentucky, all quiet and cold. And he's kneeling in the garden, as silent as a stone. And all his friends are sleeping, and he's weeping all alone. And the man of all sorrows, he never forgot what sorrow is carried by the hearts that he bought. So when the questions dissolve into the silence of God, the aching may remain. But the breaking does not. The aching may remain, but the breaking does not. And the holy lonesome echo of the silence of God. What I love about the Psalms is how real they are. In verse 1 and 2, you see David, he's strong, he's confident. My heart shall not fear, I will be confident. And then by verse 7, his faith is wavering. He's, He's wobbly, he's faltering. And then by the end, he's back to a place of stability and confidence. And you see this tremendous, in just 14 verses, this tremendous up, 
than down. And I love how it presents the reality of wobbly faith, the reality of, of how we so often can, can falter and fluctuate between a faith that is strong and then a faith that is wavering. And we will often fluctuate between the two poles of confidence and wavering, sometimes within the same day, sometimes within the same hour, sometimes within the same minute. That's the reality of the life of faith. So what do you think it was that caused David's faith to falter? How does he move from verse 2 where he's strong and confident to verse 7 where you can just hear his angst and his anxiety? He's crying out, hear, O Lord, when I cry. Be gracious to me. You said, seek my face. And my heart has said, your face I will seek. Don't hide from me. Don't turn away from me. What has made his faith to waver? It is the experience of the silence of God. He feels that God is silent and he cries out for the Lord to hear him and respond. And there are few things that can shake our faith quite like the apparent or the experience of the silence of God. The song that I had Cynthia sing for today is a song by Andrew Peterson. And it's one of my favorite songs. And it comes from a time where he was really wrestling. He was in the midst of the darkness of despair and felt like God was completely absent. And you can just hear it in the lines. You can feel the, the haunting sense of God's absence. But then he tells the story of one day when he was on a personal retreat in a monastery in Kentucky and seeking the Lord's presence. And it was there in the monastery in a garden that he saw that famous statue of Jesus praying in the garden. And then that's what's behind the lines. There's a statue of Jesus on a monastery knoll in the hills of Kentucky, all quiet and cold. And he's kneeling in the garden as silent as a stone. All his friends are sleeping and he's weeping all alone. And so what he's referencing and what the image, that statue was an image that drew him out of his own darkness because that is a image, a statue of when Jesus himself was in a garden and when Jesus himself cried out in despair and when Jesus felt abandoned and all alone and he realized that David is not the only one to pray this way and that he was not the only one to pray this way and you and I are not the only ones to pray this way. Jesus also prayed this way and see on the on the cross, Jesus actually lost the face of God so that we can seek it. And so the ultimate solution for a wobbly faith is a firm commitment to pray just like Jesus prayed on his night of darkness. Remember what he prayed in the, in, in the garden? Thy will be done. And that's how we know that we can trust him when we feel like God is silent. We remember that in Jesus' darkest hour, he prayed this kind of prayer too. And so in one sense, Jesus will never ask us to do anything that he hasn't already done. And without this trust in God, what will happen is 
in the midst of his apparent silence, we will seek to take his place. And unless we can say from the bottom of our hearts, thy will be done, then we'll never know any true peace. We will always try and control what we can't control. Things like the economy or our environment or the other people or even a plague. But the ultimate solution for a wobbly faith is to remember that his silence is not his absence. And the next time that you feel like your faith is wobbly and it's fluctuating between a confident clinging to the promises of God and then a discouraging doubting about his presence or his apparent absence, remember, you are not the first to pray this way. And this bipolar bouncing between confidence and wavering just might be par for the course. You're not alone and you're not unusual. And that actually is good news. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen.